This is Taking Care in Business, a podcast that dives into the topic of corporate social responsibility from many different perspectives. Host Kathy Pedrotti Hayes is an expert in CSR and philanthropic giving, and her co-host, Vicki Bolson, is the founder and CEO of Bolson Group, a unified marketing company that was also the first B Corp certified company in Indiana. Kathy and Vicki became friends and equally passionate about CSR when they first worked together several years ago. Join them as they talk about why it is always worthwhile to take care in business. Hey, Vicki. Hey, Kathy. How are you today? I am great. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing really good today. Good. Well, I'm excited to welcome our guests, Brooke Bell and Marsha Putt from the Tom Wood Corporation. Um, a few years ago, I think you know this, I got a call from Marsha, who had seen an article about the national partnership between the Women President's Organization and Lexus. Some of our listeners might not know that the Women's President's Organization is a peer group for second stage women business owners and that I get to run the Indianapolis chapter of this great organization. And Vicki is a member, too. At any rate, Marcia wanted to meet to learn more about the group. And in fact, they now serve as our, as our host every month, which is great. But when we met, I was blown away by the Lexus Corporation and the Tom Wood dealership. Tom Wood is one of the only dealerships that has chosen to roll out the Lexus Plus program, which promises to change the way people buy cars by cars by offering greater transparency. And built on the legacy building on the legacy of Tom Wood, the Tom Wood Corporation has 17 dealerships representing 14 brands in four different states. Uh, Tom Wood Corporation is a true corporate citizen, and they have instituted sustainability practices within their dealerships, as well as promoted community giving through the Tom Wood Wood Cares program. Help me welcome Brooke Bell, the Project and Digital Operations Manager of Tom Wood Lexus, and Marsha Putt, the Director of Employee Engagement. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. And thank you for sponsoring WPO. I am a member, like Kathy said, and Mm -hmm. it's nice to know where we're going every month and that we're going to have the fantastic food that you guys always <laughs> provide for us and the location is great. Sometimes I go a couple hours early and just work from the coffee shop downstairs. We're achieving the desired effect then it sounds like. Yeah. Good thank food you. and you come in early to hang out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little about Lexus Plus uh, and and you're one of 17. That was going to be one of my questions across the yeah. country. Yeah, so we are one of the first Lexus dealerships um, in the country to have Lexus Plus. And basically, there's two touch points of it. There's upfront negotiation, free pricing. So our first price is our best price. You know, we found that most people don't enjoy the process of having to buy a a car. Um, And so Lexus Plus takes that head on and helps alleviate the stress. And there's no haggle, no hassle. We have a group of pricing analysts that research the market to ensure that we're competitive and providing the best price first. And then we also have a single point of contact. So our sales consultants are our finance managers too. So they take the guests from beginning to end. So there's no awkward handoff with someone that you are just meeting to do your financing. You know, you've already built that rapport with that sales consultant. So they're doing the whole process from beginning to end. So they're the people shaking your hand at the door and waving you goodbye in your new car. And so that kind of carries on both sales and service because we've found that, you know, everybody should be able to get the best price and the most fair price. So the person behind you, you don't have to wonder if they're getting a better deal than you. So that's kind of the whole 
practice of it and our guests love it. Mm -hmm. and, and adding on to that, it really what I think the guests see, all of that behind the scenes that Brooke talks about, what the guests really experience is uh, something that is tailored toward them. There is transparency, they are getting a great value, and the especially on the sales side, uh, the, the timing of the entire transactions decrease. So you're not spending hours and hours. So it's truly all to their benefit and removing all of those pain points. Well, and it really speeds things up too, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, traditionally in a traditional dealership, it would take, you know, five hours. You know, they could be waiting to get into that finance office for hours, whereas now our sales consultants just seamlessly do the whole process. So... Our goal is less than 90 minutes for wow. them to come in, purchase the vehicle, and do all the financing. And I know not that this is geared toward any particular group, but I remember speaking with one Lexus executive who commented, my dream is that one day I can be confident sending my daughter into a dealership unaccompanied and that she, I can have that confidence that she will go through the entire process, she'll be treated well, it will be an efficient process, and she'll get the best price and not be taken advantage of. And that's coming from the Lexus corporate folks that right. helped to develop this, right. uh, this whole program. So I think we are achieving that, mm -hmm. that desired effect. Yeah, that's a, a really great uh, landmark to shoot for, you mm -hmm. know. Um, I recently went in and helped my daughter, a 20-year-old, buy her mm -hmm. first car. And uh, it went pretty smoothly, but this process would have made it even more, you know, smooth. So congratulations. Mm -hmm. And there are 17 across the country there's Lexus dealerships? Well, there's 238 Lexus dealerships in the country, mm -hmm. but we are one of 14. Mm -hmm. uh, We're one of the very first that launched back in May of 2016. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So. And how did you? How did Tom Wood decide to do that? Why did? How did that kind of come to be? From the the beginning discussions about this, uh, we've Lexus as a brand has always been very evolutionary, mm -hmm. very progressive from the time that it launched in 1989, and that's a lot. Uh, that's very similar to our culture within the Tom Wood Group, and. Lexus chose some specific dealers, some specific markets to pursue with this concept because as the prototypes, they, they wanted to have some, uh, they had some specific uh, metrics that they were looking for from a market size and, and some other elements as well. And it just matched our culture and what we felt would be a great opportunity for us to continue to not only uh, expand uh, the Lexus brand, but also the Tom Wood group and what our culture is all about and to be something that's uh, very evolutionary and, and is something that is good for the consumers, good for the community, uh, matched very well with our, our, our cultural core values. Yeah, absolutely. So that's an awesome segue to Marsha. Thank you. Mm -hmm. so, tell us a little bit about how Tom Wood got involved with corporate social responsibility. I think that began uh, when the company started over 50 years ago with Mr. Wood. Uh, he had uh, started uh, the company based on some very strong core values of honor, integrity, and loyalty. And he was very um, he was very conscious of the community that uh, supported and served his endeavors. I mean, this started off with one small franchise in 1967 and now as you mentioned has grown to over 17 franchises along with some other not automotive entities and that was always something that was very important to Mr. Wood was giving back to the community so 
uh, along with the ethics and philanthropy and governance, we've kind of expanded on that. So uh, not only do we support specific charities uh, with American Cancer Society and Toys for Tots, all of the dealerships have a give back with every vehicle that's sold and also, also in service we have some uh, promotions as well. Um, but it, it's, it, it expanded on, uh, I think, what has been a consistent of the community that supports you. You need to ensure that you mm -hmm. give back and that you're good stewards of that. So uh, that's how our business model operates, that we look at every opportunity for how can we continue that. Uh, from a sustainability, we have one of the very few LEED certified facilities for a dealership. Mm -hmm. So it's leadership in environmental and ecological design, so minimizing your environmental footprint. So we focus on that sustainability portion as well as uh, our community and how can we continue to improve upon that. Mm -hmm. What about the um, other stakeholders like your team? What kind of atmosphere is uh, the workplace culture? What is that like? I know for Lexus, we are like another family. Mm -hmm. You know, we've realized that it's kind of our home away from home. We spend a good majority of time, you know, at the dealership. And so the culture is great. I mean, we're all just like another family and our guests, you know, we, Lexus as a brand, our customers are very loyal to us. So we have guests that have been with us ever since the beginning. And so they're like family too. So uh, it's really neat to just, you know, be excited to come to work and everyone is and with Lexus Plus and and our charity donations and everything, it's its a great work environment. Mm -hmm. And we also try to encourage uh, training and development uh, for all of our team members. So we provide a lot of different recognition programs on performance. We have tuition reimbursement. Uh, we encourage volunteerism. Uh, so we try to continue to improve on well-being and engagement activities so that our folks can feel good about the company that they represent. Mm -hmm. What kind of measurement program do you have to, especially since Lexus Plus began, uh, to to see what kind of outcomes you're 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 getting? I know for Lexus we do surveys once a year that measures our um, dealerships engagement, culture, and satisfaction, and so. We just launched that a few weeks ago, and so it's through a company that actually surveys all Lexus Plus dealerships, and then we'll review those metrics in the fall for our performance group. And it's very interesting. I know the first year that we launched, um, it, the response, especially from the culture side for our uh, employees, has been very good. You know, it's almost like a they love this new process because it takes the pressure off of them. You know, they don't have to mm -hmm. figure out and try and see what price they can get for the customer. You know, the price they're getting is the best price. And so I think that alone helps them feel really good about helping the customer purchase their vehicle. Well, and that dealership is just amazing. I mean, Vicki said she goes and hangs out there. One of the things yeah. that I think is very cool, maybe you could talk a little bit about it, is just um, trying to promote local, but that you yeah. have some partnerships with some local companies here to, to make it a real customized experience. Yeah, so when we were formulating the new building, I know that we wanted it to feel 
not like your typical traditional dealership. So to Vicki's point, I mean, people will come in, even when they're not even servicing their car, and come in <laughs> and meet clients and do paperwork because it's just such a friendly environment. We have a coffee shop there where we've partnered with Hubbard and Cravens, and they were wonderful working with us. We were designing the cafe, and we have their products. And we partner with local cafes as well for food for our guests. Um, and our employees love it too because they can just purchase, you know, their lunch for the day right from the cafe. Um, but we're very big into local and supporting small businesses, so uh, it's great to give back to them as well. And that's also at no additional cost. It's it's the same. We don't do a markup on any of that. It's right. the same price if you were there at that cafe or not. So it's just providing another service. Uh, without an additional cost to yeah. uh, guests at the dealership. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, t- tell us a little bit more about the Tom Wood Cares program. Yeah, so I know um, for our store, mm-hmm. store Marsha mentioned, you know, each store can choose which charity they want to partner with. But mm-hmm. for Lexus, um, for every new or certified vehicle a guest purchases, they have the option um, we donate in the guest name of three different charities, Riley, Children's Foundation, Spay Neuter Services of Indiana, or Starfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really nice to be able to give our guests a nice variety to choose from. Sure. Um, we've noticed or, you know, having three different, very different charities, I think the guests can either relate personally or know someone that's been affected by one of these and so not only are they leaving with a brand new or certified or vehicle they get to have that good feeling that they've donated to a really great charity and are giving back to that's amazing and that's something consistent uh, across the group as well as a as a group we have also focused on uh, primarily efforts within the American Cancer Society donating uh, and we have quite a few programs that have direct contribution and participation. Um, as Mr. Wood passed away in 2010 from cancer, uh, that actually ramped up a lot of our efforts with the American Cancer Society. So we offer um, a variety of ways for our employees to contribute to that, but we also participate in the Relay for Life. Uh, we have various you know, fundraisers uh, throughout the year. And along with that, uh, Toys for Tots. It's something that is kind of an immediate, you can see an immediate manifestation of what your efforts are. So kind of like how the customers can perhaps overcome something that might be perceived as a guilty pleasure in purchasing a brand new shiny car. Mm -hmm. They're doing something good for the community. And it's something that we continue that to our employees with the American Cancer Society and Toys for Tots. Uh, we have a couple of other dealerships that have a very similar program that I, I also wanted to add. To our Subaru store, mm-hmm. along with being uh, LEED certified, they have a variety of charities they participate. But just most notably, we had a very sizable donation that we made because of vehicle sales and matching from uh, funds from the corporation, uh, Subaru of America. We just uh, presented a check for over $12,000 to Chaucey's Place, which oh, is yeah. a firm that helps with the uh, domestic violence and, edu- and mm-hmm. prevention yeah. and education. So it was. Uh, it, it's really nice to know that we're doing things very much right in our backyard, again, for the community that has supported us so well over the years. So would you say, and I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway because we always or we try to ask this question, but would mm-hmm. the, the 
corporate social responsibility program at Tom Wood. Mm-hmm. Um, was that created, you think, by default or by design? And I think it's actually a combination of, of both. You know, Mr. Wood, probably before there was even the term corporate social responsibility right. mm-hmm. in 1967, uh, it just came from a, a a strong background of values, and and when he founded this company on that honor, integrity, and loyalty, and giving back to the community, I think he started something off very well, and it set the stage for how we've continued to evolve all of our our dealerships. So, uh, I know that there are a lot of businesses that do a lot of give back, and I'm glad to see that they do that. Um, it's, but it's something that we build in. It's intrinsic to our DNA. I feel within every dealership with every one of our business entities, what can we do to make a difference in our area? Because we're very fortunate that uh, the community has supported us so well. So if it's proper to say both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was figuring that's what you'd say, mm-hmm. you know. So um, what advice would you give to uh, listeners or to companies out there that are either trying to start or improve upon their CSR programming? I think the best advice would be that, you know, to choose a nice variation, something that your guests can relate to, and also something, you know, it could be even something small that's local for charity. I think that it's important to give back, like Marcia said, and um, just being that community involvement. I know a lot of our events, we invite our representatives from these charities to to attend so we can get the word out for their charity as well. And I think it's a nice partnership to be able to represent them and vice versa. And I think a lot of companies are realizing too, it has to be an intrinsic part of your vision, mission, and core values. It has to be something that's a part of your business model. So, you know, along with the the, the actual tactics, it has to be kind of part of your strategy as well. So I know that's a little more ethereal, but you kind of have to work in how does that volunteerism and philanthropy and ethics play into your uh, your stated mission, vision, and core values. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one thing, too, I'm fascinated about is your um, title, Director of Employee Engagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's sort of a new cutting edge. I've not really yes. heard that <laughs> title know, before. It, there are so many titles in the HR world. You know, there's head of people fun or human <laughs> capital, <laughs> right. which, you know, some of them sound just either too cliche or just too, uh, you know, that I'm boxing everybody into being a, a capital and a checkbox on a balance sheet. I think we're all struggling to find ways as... Uh, the business world evolves, and in this particular um, period that we're in of incredibly, uh, incredibly low unemployment, uh, many of us have seen not-so-good yeah. employment situations, but in this period where we truly have to show that it's not just about, um, it's not just about, well, letting an employee know they're lucky to be working for us. Mm-hmm. It's, we're glad to have you on board. We want to find the right folks. We want to uh, show the value of what it can be in your life and your career to work with us. You've got a development mm-hmm. opportunity. You've got an opportunity to make money for your family, support your uh, your your living and your lifestyle. And that's kind of how this has all come about. HR began as kind of a compliance policy and statute uh, department, and then it's rapidly expanded beyond the payroll and administration to how do we want to best serve our team members? How do we want to show them that this is something beyond just coming to work and punching a clock? Mm -hmm. It's something that you can develop yourself. You can 
have a career that could be varied, that could be interesting, and still have a work-life balance. So it's helpful to have somebody that can not only handle the policy, statute, compliance, administration, payroll, benefits, and recruiting, but then also, what are we doing from well-being? What are we mm-hmm. doing to retain our folks? Mm-hmm. And it, it's and recruit them and recruit them and and give them that why here, why come here, and it's very challenging. There's no question about it. But it's also very rewarding because it, it was never a part of a discussion a thousand years ago when I started uh, in, in the car business. It's nice to see that that's evolved, that it's truly become something that uh, we can show that this is a two-way street. It's mm-hmm. not just employees mm-hmm. contributing to an employer. It is an employer also working with their employees to mm-hmm. ensure that we want you to have a long-term career. We want you to stay with us. We have an employee that's been with us 41 years. So when Kathy, Kathy was my consultant who came in and helped with my strategic consulting planning. And um, this was, what was it, five years ago? Yeah. About five years ago. And I did not know the term CSR either. And she uncovered all these different things that, you know, I just did as a business owner for mm-hmm. any stakeholder. The way I wanted to treat them, the way I wanted to have processes set up, the workplace culture and all that. And so then we took the B Lab assessment um, to mm-hmm. become a B Corps, but I wasn't doing it to become a B Corps. I was doing it to learn what other companies were doing. And at the end, we had enough points, so we became certified because it was so cool. But honestly, at the time, I had no idea what the term was either, just mm-hmm. like Tom Tom Wood didn't, mm-hmm. you know. But I just feel like it's become a term, a term that everybody's talking about. But companies have always, at some level, been participating in corporate social responsibility. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of, you know, expanding on it, which is, you know, Kathy asked you what kind of advice you would give. And that's honestly the kind of advice that we hear from almost anyone is just to find, you know, what's inside, what are your core values, how can you... Um, you know, involve the every stakeholder from the team to the community to the sure. Uh, you know, and it's it's what again makes sense with your business model with your core values. Yeah. We happen to have kind of a natural lead-in, for instance, with our um, from a sustainability perspective, the lead certification mm-hmm. for our Subaru facility. That may not match every one of the manufacturers that we represent, but it very much was in line with what Subaru's corporate, Subaru of America's corporate mission is. And that translates to their PDCs, to their assembly plans, to their retailers. So it just made sense that we continue that message and be very conscientious of our environmental footprint. Sure. Getting lead certification is not for the faint of heart, but it's the right thing to do in the long run. And it very much aligned with Subaru's vision and mission and their corporate culture uh, and we were actually, I think, one of the f- first uh, of maybe just a handful in this country that have actually completed that certification. The, the plant in Lafayette is a zero landfill impact. So it, it does trickle down. But the point being, whatever makes sense with your business model, right. and again, it's mm-hmm. it's intrinsic. It's it's something that's probably a core value that you may not realize, but it's after some thought. It's this really is the right thing to do, or we really are doing this. We just are finding a way to, to, to granularize that now. Well, and I find it really interesting, too, because a lot of companies that I'll talk to, um, you know, about this topic or they're interested in some consulting or whatever, there's this um, uh, perception that all this costs a lot of money, mm-hmm. and it really doesn't. Mm-mm. I mean, it's just a way of doing business. So um, that it's, it's, it's interesting to see that that's really kind of taking, taking on. Mm-hmm. So. 
Well, so how can people reach you? How can they find out more about Tom Wood, um, Tom Wood Lexus? Well, they can go online to our website. We have TomWood.com that houses all of our dealerships information. And then on our website, TomWoodLexus.com, on our you know Meet the Staff page, they can get in touch with anybody. We are very transparent with that, too. So we have everyone's names, titles, numbers, email, everything that they need. Perfect. Wonderful. And then do you guys, are you on social media at all? We are. We've got a coverage from Facebook, Instagram. I believe we've got Twitter as well. So each mm-hmm. of the dealerships have their own individual entities. And then uh, not we have a group page as well, mm-hmm. uh, but more the focus is uh, on each of the different entities. And then um, do you still use the hashtags Lexus Rocks? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. if our listeners around the country want to find out if they have a Lexus Rocks in their uh, Lexus Plus in their part of the um, world, then how do they find that out? Is there a listing of the Lexus so Plus? So on Lexus.com, mm-hmm. they have a list of all the participating okay. de- dealers around okay. the country. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank Thanks. you. Thank you so Marcia much for having Brooke. us. Thank you great for ho- having to have us. You. It's just been wonderful. Let's give a big thank you to Matthew Sosi, our podcast engineer. You can visit the Taking Care in Business website at takingcareinbusiness.com. Or just visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Taking Care in Biz. That's Taking Care in B-I-Z. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at any time at info at takingcareinbusiness.com. Thank you for joining us today and... Until next time, take Take care care in in business. business.